Hi, I'm Ali Hassan, host of CBC's Laugh Out Loud. Do you like to laugh? Because we're serving up big laughs each week. We feature comedians from across Canada. You might already be fans of some of them, and others might be new discoveries. We record emerging comedians and established pros in front of live audiences all across the country, and we promise that you'll be literally laughing out loud. You can find Laugh Out Loud on the CBC Listen app or wherever you get your podcasts. This is a CBC Podcast. Hey, I'm Tom Power. Welcome to Q. If you were watching TV in, I'll say, most of Canada in the 70s or 80s, chances are you saw a commercial like this one. New from KTEL Records, 22 explosive hits, 22 original stars, gallery. Oh, it's so nice to be with you. Hot Butters, Popcorn. And many more. Get KTEL's 22 explosive hits now. 22 original stars and one great stereo LP. Only $3.99. I didn't know that popcorn was by Hot Butter. How great is that? From 1972, that's an ad for KTEL. If you don't have a clue what I'm talking about here... KTEL was this record label from Winnipeg that would make these compilation records. And they'd all have like a central theme like gold rock or summer cruising. And they were advertised for these really cheesy, awesome infomercials. And they would give you a, a, a sample of some of the biggest hits of the day. The band Trans-Canada Highwaymen definitely remembers KTEL because their new record is kind of a tribute to them. It's called Explosive Hits Volume 1, and on it, they cover some of these, like, you know, big Canadian classic rock hits. And it makes sense because the guys in the band, they themselves created some classic Canadian rock hits. If you don't know Trans-Canada Highwaymen, they're a bit of a Canadian supergroup. Uh, Chris Murphy from the band Sloan, Craig Northey from Odds, uh, Mo Berg from Pursuit of Happiness, and former Bare Naked Lady Stephen Page. And all four of them gathered around me in the studio to talk all about it. Thanks for being here, everybody. Uh, Steve, why did you want to start, uh, why did you want to make a record about KTEL? I don't really know that much about KTEL. Oh, see, I, you're too young for this thing. Maybe see, so, for me, as a yeah. kid in the 70s, like, I don't I don't think there is a more uh, 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 formative record for me than Goofy Greats from KTEL, which was all novelty songs, and then, you know, of course, led me into a band of hilarity for years <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> but like the idea of like j like jokes and rock and roll together was so exciting to me. But then later, you know, I'd buy whatever, Full Tilt, Spotlight, with just a mix of hits. And you'd have these, these, <laughs> these kind of like international hits. And then there'd be like a Canadian song on there. But you wouldn't know as a nine-year-old kid that that was like not necessarily a giant hit all around the rest of the world. Right. That this song by this kind of like one hit Canadian band was no, like to me, it was no different than being, you know, whatever, um, Glenn Campbell or, uh, the knack. So like what big shiny tunes was to me exactly. or like, yeah, exactly. much exactly okay. Right. I, yeah, I get it. Okay. And, and, and so where did the idea come to make this record, uh, sort of a version of a KTL record? Well, we've been Chris. playing together as the, as the, uh, as the trans Canada yeah. highwayman, but we play in our live show, we play each other's hits basically. And then swap instruments. It's a lot of fun. We're like, like a live version of big shiny tunes right. in a way. <laughs> right, 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 so right, we yeah. play, you know, whatever, that. someone who's cool into underwhelmed into I'm an adult now into Brian Wilson and like maybe most playing drums on old apartment and then Chris is playing drums on someone who's cool that kind of thing that's the fun of the show you can't really make a record of that and we didn't exist in the world of streaming that's right uh, we wanted to make a record so that we because if you don't ex 
exist on streaming. It's like you don't exist. But I also wanted to say, the, the other reason we really wanted to do this, besides loving KTEL Records, is also the, the infomercials that go along with them. And so we ma- we've made it like, a, there's a 17-minute full-length infomercial uh, for this record that you can link to if you want. I don't know it. I don't know the link off by heart, but you can find it. And, uh, you know, just with like stilted dialogue, like no more searching for songs, like, you know, that kind of <laughs> baloney. And then just, ke- ke- you know, the ad just keeps cutting back to the same. Oftentimes with those collections of like, it's sometimes, sometimes when they're selling those records from the 60s, like a collection is like 19 CDs in one packet, but ours is just like 14 songs. So you just keep cutting back to the the same songs over and over again. It's like over 45 minutes of songs. <laughs> your favorite singers of the 80s and 90s sing your favorite songs of the 60s and 70s. <laughs> but it, some of these songs, were, and we're going to talk a little, we're going to play a couple of these songs in just a second, but um, some of these were really surprising to me. Chris, like, how did you decide which songs you were going to do? Um, I like to think that we were, we were sort of doing uh, Loving You Ain't Easy, the Michelle Pagliaro song. We were doing it in our live show anyway before we had this idea for this record. So that was the song that I first wanted to do was part of the reason that we thought of doing this project in general. And uh, I don't know, partly because Michelle, I look a lot like Michelle Pagliaro <laughs> on his first record. Like it's, I looked exactly like that in 1993. Uh, and that's just a song I loved all my life. And uh, I think we do a good job. Of it. Can we play that song? Take a listen to that. Hitch any ride you want to Do anything you want to do Just keep Listen riding. to that guy. Oh yeah. Take anyone you want to. Long as I can hear from you. Just be mine in your way. I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed to say this because I don't want to I don't want to be the, the I don't know about stuff guy. Yeah. But I didn't I didn't know that song until I heard you do it. And I really like the song a lot. I think it's a great it's song. It's great. Michelle Pagliaro was great. It's really kind of Beatles-y. It's kind of like the sort of, like the, the stuff that the Beatles begat, whether it's like a, you know, Steeler's Wheel and that kind of stuff that sort of, but I, I think it's a it's a outstanding song. Yeah, I feel like I, 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 these are not, Craig, I feel like these are not the most well-known songs in the entire world for this record. Uh we wouldn't know because we thought they were. Oh, okay. <laughs> there, but there were ones that I didn't know. I'm a little bit younger than some of these guys, right, so yeah. I, I mean, there were there were some of these ones that I didn't I didn't re- remember. And then also this is from the era when there were still regional hits in Canada. Right. So you have some songs that were more popular, let's say in in BC, than they were in Toronto. And we made this record before we knew how to work Google. Yeah, yeah, right. that's really yeah. it was an Alta Vista record. Yeah. Let's, uh, Mel. I want to listen to you, to your song. Take a listen to this. That's Trans-Canada Highwaymen covering the song Pretty Lady by Lighthouse. Lighthouse, right? That's right. Why did you choose that song? Um, I loved this song my, growing up. My whole life I loved it. In fact, I when I first heard it, like it completely changed my whole sense of like harmony. And I started writing songs like that. And I think it's probably the most influential song of any song I ever heard in terms of my own songwriting. Really? Which, yes, so, absolutely. So yeah. you, you, you were growing up and you were listening, you heard that song Pretty Lady by Lighthouse. Yeah, and, and, and then I immediately went out and wrote a song that sounded exactly like it. It was a terrible song, but it was 
basically using all the exact same chords. And then I just kind of kept writing that song over and over again for the last 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> There's something amazing about it. I mean, this is, I don't want to be um, overthinking this too much, but I think like, I, I know each of your music in sort of a very alt- alternative way. And I think, I know each of your music in its alternative form, like as alternative music that I've listened to in, in my life. And it's, I don't know, I, I love just hearing that you have an appreciation for these kind of old pop songs. Yeah, this is, I mean, I grew up listening to the radio. We were poor. I didn't buy many records. And so almost all my musical education was listening to the radio until I got into punk rock. And when punk rock happened, then I could buy my own records. So. We, we or have... steal them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> stick, it to the, stick it to the man, yeah. Sam the record. <laughs> Let's listen to Craig's song. Take a listen to this. Craig, I don't, I don't, I never heard that song before. I heard you do it. I don't think these guys had either. I didn't either. know it either. I, never I heard, heard it. I, I knew it. Uh, uh, Mo knew it, and I can confirm it was on a KTEL album. I think it was Solid Gold, and uh, um, so I'm from BC, and I didn't know that Bim, the artist who did this, was from BC because it would just come on my radio, like Mo's radio, and you know the Stones would have just had a song on, and then this song would come on, and there's something in it that. It, and it just played that, if you believe me, now tell me. That's the lift in the song. I didn't know how pop songs worked at the time, but uh, my body did. And I always wanted to do it just so that I could do those four words, you know, and, and have that feeling of transcendence that happens in the song. So how was doing it when you finally sat down to record it? When you, you all of a sudden you have to sing it, you have to play it. So freaking fun. But, uh, and, but uh, the weird part is it was a field of dreams because in, uh, when my kids were in elementary school, um, Bim, Roy Forbes, as most people in Canada know him, he's a legendary folk figure in, in Canada now. He was another parent at my kid's elementary school. Oh, no way. And I said, you're the first Beatle I've ever met. <laughs> <laughs> Is he still with us? Is he still? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I took the album cassette and CD over to him the other day. And what did he make of it? Oh, he loves it. Oh, he was okay. He, he was okay with it. He loves it. Yeah, he loves that we did it. And thank you, Roy. Thanks for loving it. Have you heard from any of the original artists who you did this? Besides well, them? Roy, and then you—you've you, talked to Andy Kim. I did talk to Andy Kim, and my joke with Andy is I, I was sort of, I was playing, uh, being fun with him. I was, I was saying to him, it's like, is it true that if the last person to record a song owns the master of the song. He's like, that's not how it works. Um, uh, I love you, Andy. Uh, 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 Stephen, you have our last song pick of the day. This one's a bit of a, a curveball because it's, it's the only original song on the record. Take a listen to this. Craig and I were on the road hoping my album would explode but it didn't yet again. Got a call from Jim Milan with this idea for a band like some can rock So tell me a little bit about that song. 
Well, it's a, it's an origin story. Every every superhero has to have their origin yeah, story. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I yeah. think I imagined us as a as a pack of of um, tough guys walking down the street with our theme song, and I had to write this theme song out. And then I remembered it's a pack of kind of not very tough older guys. <laughs> and, and I thought this, the, the, you know, the, the, the fun of it, like I just have so much fun doing this. And this was during the pandemic that I wrote this. I missed hanging out with these guys and doing these shows. And, uh, you know, just could write a little bit about the origin. And my favorite part of the song is where I say these, uh, these dignified elder statesmen are far too famous to haul their own equipment. I think they only do it because they're such humble, down-to-earth Canadians. <laughs> and I thought that's the essence of this group. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Jesse Cruikshank. Jesse Cruikshank. I host the number one comedy podcast called Phone a Friend. Girl, let's phone a friend. Not only do I break down the biggest stories in pop culture with guests like Dan Levy and members of InSync, I do it with my own personal boy band singing jingles throughout. Because it's my show. It's your show, girl. New episodes of Phone a Friend. Yeah. Drop Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. So work it, girl. Yeah, work it. Okay, that's enough. Chris, what do you, what do you like about being on tour with this band? Uh, it's my favorite hang. Like, they get all my jokes and they encourage me to joke. Mm-hmm. And as opposed to, like, you know, we've heard, we know this joke. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I just, uh, you know, it's also fun to be in the band. Like I get to play my own songs, which are my least favorite to play. I want to play their songs. So, right. But I also get to, you know, I also was watching TV in 1986 when I'm an adult now was on. And I was just like, I get to play that. Like I get to, I, I see coming up on the set list, which means it's, we're towards the end because it has to, nothing can follow it. And, uh, you know, and then I'm an adult now just kills and, and I get to play drums. Do you on. play drums on it? Yeah. How is it to play drums on it's good. I'm the only one who can play drums in this band, and they all take. They <laughs> we all do take, all play drums, but they, we can't play drums. They all take turns ruining my songs. Yeah. And like, oh well, but uh, you know the struggle is part of the fun. Craig, Craig, how is it for you playing all these other uh, these these three dudes' songs? Uh, well, I concur that you see your song coming up on the set list, and you go, ah, "Can we just skip over that?" What one? are your songs? In the case, someone who's cool and yeah, it falls apart. And mm-hmm. Satisfied. Mm-hmm. And you're thinking, okay, Make well, I got to get Make through these. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I love playing those songs too. I love my band and mm-hmm. I love doing that. But it's just exciting to be like, for I'm an adult now. I'm Chrissy. It's yeah. like it's like playing road hockey. I'm Bobby Orr. Or, <laughs> that's an old reference. I'm Connor Bedard. There you, know? you go. Now, yeah, yeah. oh, now I get it. <laughs> well, I'm from I'm from North Vancouver, so you know. I, uh, and and Mo, how's how's it been for you? Awesome. <laughs> well, good night. No, I, 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 yeah, I, I, it, it's great. I, I, I mean, everything that these guys have said, it's like uh, fun to hang out. It's fun to be on stage with the guys. I, I had really bad stage fright for many years. And actually, this was part of what kind of got me out of that. Like, because I was able to go on stage and it wasn't all on me. Like, when I play with the Pursuit of Happiness, I'm the front man and I'm kind of. So, this is nice to be able to just be part of a band and not have everything be on me. So. Yeah, I love it. It's uh, it's a blast. I never thought about that before, right? So you when when you have to lead these things by yourself, all the attention's on you, all the mm-hmm. kind of weight and all the 
pressure's on you, but this is a nice way to kind of share it around, knowing that people are going to want to hear the other songs as well. Absolutely, yeah. That's They're definitely going to want to hear the other songs. <laughs> <laughs> all I've heard so far today is everyone just wants to play your song. Over no, no, that's Chris and I were talking about this before. Just like I, you know, for, especially if, I think for any of our bands, for Craig's band, mine, and Chris's, that you know, I don't think there would have been room for us on much music, for example, where we got so much exposure if it if it hadn't been for Pursuit of Happiness and the I'm an Adult Now video. I think that opened the floodgates for. Canadian indie and alternative music in the 90s. You know, and so, so for me, it's so exciting to be able to play with some of my favorite songwriters who happen to also be great friends. And now you're hitting out on the road, you're going to be doing some gigs, and, and it's the, it's these songs, the, the Rock Me Gently is the songs off this record, and the original songs? Exactly. We want it to be that every show, uh, every song in every show, everybody knows all the songs. Like, you know, they, like because that's the fun part, is like you go, I know that one, I know that one, I know that one, so we'll, you know, we'll we'll pepper it with the, with the old covers, but we have so many um, of our own songs that I think people will have a great time hearing as well. I'm excited for it. I mean, this was really fun for me. Obviously, I, I, I actually know your each of your individual musics better than I did the songs on the Cape Dale record, mm-hmm. but I had a great time learning about these. I like the Raised on Robbery a lot, Mo. I thought that was really, really good. Yeah. It's, that's a cool song. These guys did a great job. It's like, they keep talking about me, like, oh, I'm an Adelna, blah, but you know, these guys <laughs> did all the work. Like, like, like Stephen wrote the theme song. Chris did everything basically. It was his. This record is his all. His whole idea. He did the infomercial. He did all the design. Oh, everything. Stop. Everything. <laughs> Craig assembled all the tracks and mixed it. They did everything. All I did was probably deliver the three best songs on the record. <laughs> 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 Chris Murphy, Craig Northey, Stephen Page, and Mo Berg together. They are Trans Canada Highwaymen. The new album is called Explosive Hits Volume 1. I know when to get out. If you want to catch the band live, they're heading out on tour in 2024. Find their Canadian dates at transcanadahighwaymen.ca. <laughs> I have been thinking a lot about how the interview ended. Because, again, I mentioned this in the uh, extra to the other podcast, but uh, those dudes can sometimes, they don't, in, how do I put this? Like, they're not intimidating. They could not be kinder and more warm and more wonderful. But they're, they intimidate me because of the, how much their music meant to me, especially when I was when I was young and kind of coming up as trying to kind of establish an identity as a musician. So I was like, oh, how am I going to end this interview? I'm not being super smooth. And what a gift from Mo Berg, that joke at the end. Just spectacular work. Thank you so much, Mo, by the way. By the way, by, I'll say by the way again, TransCanada Highwaymen are performing March 30th at the Opera House in Toronto. Uh, tickets are on sale now. I'll probably be there yelling out, play someone who's cool again. Uh, the other conversation we have up, speaking of Canadian icons, Megan Follows, who played Anne from Anne of Green Gables in the 19... Uh, can I say titular? She played the titular role in the 1985 miniseries Anne of Green Gables. We talked to her about returning to Anne for a new Audible series. We'll see you soon. Later on. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.